The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday, the 26th of November. In your Squiz today, authorities in Thailand crack down on protesters. China claims quality issues with Australia's coal exports. Meghan Markle shares news of her miscarriage. And valet to soccer legend Diego Maradona. This is your Squiz today. Starting today in Thailand, Claire, where for the last few months, anti-government and anti-monarchy protests have been growing. Reports now say that authorities are cracking down on protest leaders through the use of les majeste laws. We probably need to start with unpacking those laws a bit because they're pretty unique to Thailand. Yeah, the countries that have had a monarchy have had some sort of version of these laws, but in Thailand, they're the most harsh in the world. It's a French term meaning to do wrong to man. Majesty, and it describes an offence against the dignity of a reigning sovereign or against the state. In Thailand, anyone who defames, insults, threatens the king, the queen, the heir apparent or the regent can be punished with jail terms of between three and 15 years. They're said to be one of the biggest fears that protesters in Thailand have. The student-led protests have been going on for some months now. What is it that they want? They want reform to the monarchy. They want the government to be dissolved. The government there is headed by Prime Minister Prayath Chinocha, and he's very strongly backed by the military. Uh, They also want the constitution to be rewritten and they want authorities to stop harassing critics. Really, it's a very big pro-democracy push. The protests have been largely peaceful to date. There was a very violent clash last week and it seems that now authorities are looking to put a lid on what's been happening by uh, pulling 15 protest leaders in to face those charges. More protests are planned, so more to come on this one. For its part, the United Nation has condemned these kinds of les majeste laws in Thailand over concerns they hamper free speech. We do have a squeeze shortcut on this topic, so I'll put a link in your episode notes if you want to go a little deeper. In news just out this morning, British-Australian academic Kylie Moore-Gilbert has reportedly been released from jail in Iran in an exchange for three Iranian prisoners. There's a video that's been shown on state media uh, purportedly showing her being released and getting into a van. There's been that prisoner exchange, as you say, apparently three jailed Iranians who have been detained abroad uh, have been released. There's no details on who they are or where they have been detained. Kylie Moore-Gilbert has been in prison in Tehran uh, and in other parts of Iran uh, since September 2018. She was tried in secret and she was serving a 10-year sentence for espionage. That's a charge that she has consistently denied. It's not clear yet when she'll arrive back in Australia. Over to China and nearly $700 million worth of Australian coal has been sitting idle for a couple of months just outside of Chinese ports. Authorities are now claiming that there are quality issues with the coal. Yeah, there has been that big question mark over a whole lot of Australian exports, but certainly this $700 million worth of coal has been of concerns. There's a report this morning saying that there's now more than 60 ships sitting in limbo and to get that official word from China, 
China that there's environmental quality problems, uh, that does certainly answer the question that a lot of uh, government officials here and also those exporters have had about what is going on. Uh, Of course, there's been this tit for tat going backwards and forwards between Australia and China, uh, with China moving against some of our exports. And it seems that this is certainly one of them. Last week, the federal government said that it was deeply troubling that China is levying these sorts of trade actions against Australia. Also making news this morning is an opinion piece written by Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, for the New York Times. She's shared the sad news that she suffered a miscarriage back in July. She has written about her loss. She said that she was very heartbroken, as was Harry. She's called for miscarriage to be talked about a lot more. It's something that affects a lot of women uh, and families. And she said that in the context of 2020, which has been very turbulent, we need to reach out to each other, particularly over this Thanksgiving week in the US, and be compassionate. She's urging people to check in and ask, are you okay? A good reminder to do that. Buckingham Palace has said in a statement that it's a deeply personal matter that they won't be commenting on. In sports news now, Argentinian soccer legend Diego Maradona has died of a heart attack, Claire, aged 60. He was considered by many people who follow soccer or football, as they would call it, (laughs) um, to be the greatest of all time. And he certainly was a very colourful figure. He helped Argentina win the 1986 World Cup in Mexico. That was the tournament where he had that controversial hand of God goal. can expect to see that on high repair. Pete today. He had very turbulent stints with Barcelona and Napoli uh, in Italy when he was playing in the European competition in the 80s and 90s. He had lots of issues with the mafia, uh, with drug addiction and also with alcoholism. Earlier this month, there were reports that he'd had a blood clot on his brain and that he'd had surgery and that he was doing well. Uh, There were also reports that he was going to seek treatment for his alcoholism. Uh, And yeah, just a couple of weeks later, he has died. Argentina's president has declared three days of national mourning. I'll put a link to that Hand of God goal in your episode notes if you want to have a look. A message now from our podcast partner, Origin. This is for those of you who try your best to switch off unnecessary lights, who unplug electronics you aren't using, and who turn off the aircon when leaving the house. With Origin Energy, if you have a smart meter, you could be rewarded with PayPal cash and gift cards if you make an effort to reduce your electricity use during peak power hours. The program is called Spike, and customers who regularly beat their energy saving goals are looking at rewards of up to $250 a year. For more info, head to origin.com.au forward slash spike. It's been a big week for entertainment news. We went through the AMAs on Tuesday. The Arias were last night going ahead without a live audience and with performers connecting in from all over the world. Who took home a pointy trophy? Yep, for Australian music this year, we've got Tame Impala. They won Album of the Year, Best Rock Album and also Best Group. Rapper Sampa the Great, she won uh, Best Female Artist, also Best Independent Release and Best Hip Hop Release. Uh, She took fair aim at ARIA and Australia's music industry for its lack of diversity. Uh, Also recognised was Archie Roach. He was named Best Male Artist and he was also inducted into the Hall of Fame. 
Grammy nominations were also announced yesterday. Just quickly, Beyonce got nine nominations. Dua Lipa and Taylor Swift got six each. Tame Impala and Flume were two Aussie acts that got a nomination. Those awards are on in January. I did like the comment by one of the US media outlets that it was a very different looking Grammys for 2021. Only joking, it's Taylor Swift and Beyonce. So <laughs> they Business still, as usual. They still dominate those women. And speaking of musicians and artists, Claire and Taylor Swift, it ties in with our new Squiz shortcut. Earlier this week at the AMAs, Taylor Swift confirmed that she was busy re-recording her old music and we take a look at why she's doing that. Yeah, lots of questions around Squiz HQ, but we know plenty of others do about exactly what that's all about, what the legal issues are, uh, what is a recording master and why it's so important. So we've gone into all of that. The link is in your episode notes, so you can search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app. And of course, if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover, anything from pop music to international relations we'll we'll always have a crack uh send us through an email at hello at the that's all from us today there's a bit of a heat wave on the way for lots of parts of australia south australia especially but then northern victoria new south wales and southeast queensland so stay cool check in on your neighbors if you can that's all from us we will be back with you tomorrow the Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.